Welcome to the Too Much Sauce Podcast. Today we're in our first episode, so we're going to talk about why we're doing this podcast. We're going to talk about other options uh, collegiate players have besides playing in the NCAA. And we're going to talk about LeVar's plan. LeVar's plan. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I guess let's introduce ourselves. All right. Um, Go for uh, it. My co-host here is Chewy. You may know him from absolutely nothing because he does not maintain an online presence. So <laughs> that is, That's true. That's you, true. You'll never find him. And then me. I take a couple of days to respond to most things. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It took us actually two weeks to start this podcast. We were supposed to record this shit like two weeks ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, but now we're here. And, uh, well, I, I'm your host, Nate Stradamus. And um, I guess right now we'll just talk to you about why we're going to do this podcast and what's it all about, what what got us started. Um, I don't know, Chewy, what do you think? What What got you... What got you in the mood to want to do this podcast? Um, life got me in the mood to kind of do this podcast in a sense that uh, I'm constantly talking to people. I'm a talker. I, it's something rare, maybe out here in L.A. We're both out here in Los Angeles. We might as well just state that. Well, I just threw that out there. But um, I just enjoy having conversations. It's something of maybe it's a generational thing. Because we're a little bit older. We're more 90s, you know. Right. This pre-technology boom. Like, computers in our pockets, right? Like, mm-hmm. And you know what? Back then, we were a lot more socially responsible as human beings, I guess. And uh, every once in a while, it's just nice to have a conversation. And to just talk to someone who has a different opinion than you do. Right. And just accept it. And right. just take it for what it is. Well, I mean, I think you can learn something from someone who has the opposite opinion of you, especially when you look in today's modern social media networks, how everything is you're in this bubble where you're only seeing things that you like. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's say for politics, for example, if you're a Republican, then more than likely your social media feeds are all conservative news, Fox News, other kind of Republican news outlets. But you're not looking at what the other side is saying. You're not looking at what the Democrats are saying. And the same thing goes for the Democrats. I, I'm not trying to, like, you know, single out Republicans here. But the same thing goes for both sides. And then that's – and not just in politics. That's just for everybody in every field, every aspect of what we're looking at, what we're talking about, what we're thinking about, everything. Everybody has an opinion about something. So figure why not put it down on wax let this shit marinate forever in the universe and maybe some aliens will find this and learn a little <laughs> bit about who we are and what we are as a people and how we feel and how we think i don't know shit pretty much everybody's picking a team these days the the problem with it is that people are rolling with those teams and they're not willing to lose you know what i mean and what's an aspect of any great team is you lose some you win some well, you know yeah. what I mean? same yeah, thing yeah, yeah. so lose an argument every once in a while you might learn something right yeah you know i mean you might expand your mind a little bit it's okay. It's okay. But anyways, yeah. So the, basically this podcast is about opinions. It's about argument. It's about ideas. It's about just thought and conversation. Thought in conversation. How about that? I like that. Bam. I like that. And then for me, it feels just more comfortable because, I mean, you know, we all have our own ideas and opinions that we want to share. And... 
I feel like the best way to do it is through a podcast because if people listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. Like it's not really a big deal to me either way, but I feel I just feel like today's digital world the best way to convey your opinions is not necessarily through social media. It's not through posting to the same five friends that's your shit. It's you know, getting out there, getting in the world. Maybe other people in other parts of the country might well, not feel that way. Well, it's also posting opinions without a face on right. social media. You right. know what I mean? So, right. so are those your real opinions? You know what I mean? Probably because they're not. they could they're <laughs> probably highly influenced by that. Yeah. So it's there's no way to really tell. So there's some people who use it responsibly. There's people who use it irresponsibly, as with everything else. But the point is, it's taking us away from a big part of human history and just human nature to just want to interact with other human beings. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just lacking. Yeah. Okay, so I mean with that all being said, that's uh, I mean I these are the reasons you why you could also be immortalized forever yeah, well, by know, doing a podcast. So your so. voice will always be out there. I, yeah, that's true. I mean, It'd but be that's floating the thing. out there. It goes to those radio <laughs> waves and it goes out into the universe and that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying Maybe aliens will be listening in one day to the podcast. Yeah. To the Too Much Sauce podcast. <laughs> that's a work. That's a working name, by the way. We're, we're not a hundred percent with that name, but it's funny for now, so we might roll with it. It's a yeah. It's something to start with. It's a nice little foundation, but it's not too bad. Although sauce is a word that means something a little different <laughs> to us. It means it means a variety of things. Right. Sauce is now this word that has taken on multiple meanings. Right. But from our generation and when we were growing up, if you were too much sauce, that meant you were weak. <laughs> because basically it derives from weak using sauce. the term weak sauce. Weak yeah. sauce. That's where it came from. None of this, <laughs> oh, man, I'm sauced up. That means I'm bad. Like, no, nah, man, it means you, <laughs> you're you shacked in. That's what that <laughs> shit means. Shacked yeah. right now. Yeah, so stop. Stop with that shit, but we'll also work with every single meaning of the Right, right. We, we won't discriminate. I also like using sauce for saying someone's sauced up, for sure, for sure. Okay, so what we decided for this podcast is we're going to structure it in ways where um, where we take breaks in between, but it's not necessarily a break like we go to commercial break. It's more of a, a break from the discussion to talk about something else real quick. And if our discussion is that great then after the break we'll come back into the discussion but so far what we have planned out for our breaks is the first break will be a crypto update so that means um when the first 15 minutes of the podcast hit we will be um starting to talk about crypto for for about three to five minutes um basically we're just going to talk about um you know some top news stories for the day or for the week depending how big the news is and the top gainers for the day or the week depending on how big or 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 or, or, or how much the loss is you know that's mostly right? going to be you though because right, right. you're, that's, you're that's, more of the uh resident crypto expert <laughs> in the building at least right so that that's going to be my little segment <laughs> and then the next segment that we have planned which um is a working segment. We're still trying to figure out and break the kinks of it, but well, these segments might change over time. Right. This is just this is just what we're working with to start. Right. 
and we'll see. It'll evolve. Just yeah. So our our second break, Bear which will come us. at the thirty minute mark, is is called Viva Las Vegas. And what what that is, it's just each one of us will pick up three matchups, any sport. It doesn't matter, basketball, football, college basketball, college baseball, whatever the fuck we decide. And um, so I I I'll pick three matchups, and it's up to Chewy to figure out who's gonna win. And then next week maybe we could come in and tally up our scores and and we'll, we're still working out the kinks for that but the other part of that is each one of us is going to pick a matchup that we believe will be an upset so obviously like you know a Cinderella team beating you know a, a, a top seeded team or something in college basketball right but that I mean that's that so that's going to be our second break so during that second break we're each going to get a point where where we kind of give each other, okay, these are your three matchups. Who do you like? And then, you know, maybe we'll go back and review that later on. And then the third break, which will come at the 45-minute mark. Now now we're trying to do a, about 60-minute podcast. So the third break, which comes at the 45-minute mark, is going to be called buy or sell. Just like when, they're, you, when you're at the stock exchange and, you know, they throw out a price for a for a product or something and everybody's like buy 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 or sell 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 right so that's what we're going to do so each one of us is going to pick you know a couple topics you know and the other is going to say either he buys into that topic because he believes that will happen or sell because he doesn't believe that's a solid top a solid uh situation that will happen or whatever it is and our final um our final break will actually just be all chewy and he's going to be uh reviewing at least one film or a tv show or a documentary or something for the week and he's also going to suggest a film for you to watch or a documentary something you can currently stream something that's uh remotely accessible to like most people just just so you guys could give it a shot and you guys could shoot your opinions because that's what it's all about right It, it we don't just mean opinions on the show between just us two me and nate we're talking about we want to hear your opinions out there too, right? Yeah. And and we want to get inspired by the listener too, right? And be and because of that, the way we we plan to talk with y'all because we don't really have a call in feature yet because uh, we're not live. So how would you know when to call in or what the hell we're talking about? Yeah, but no. what and, we are coming. what we are going to do is we are going to have you know a website with a blog that will detail each you know episode or whatever, and you'll be able to comment there. We will have all the social media accounts, you know, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And you can, you know, comment on there and tell us what you think. Maybe give us ideas for what to talk about. Um, you know, get, give us something. And maybe we might switch one of these breaks up. Maybe we take out Viva Las Vegas or Buy or Sell and we put in, you know, um, like a, a, a community minute where we take questions from the community and we figure out and we talk about what your thoughts are and you know we go from there um just a few notes on it uh which we're going to try to keep each discussing topic to less than 15 minutes but you know so it, it after you come back from a break ideally we would like to talk about another subject but if the subject is important enough or big enough or it just requires us to keep talking about it um then we will after break come back and talk about it so um we're trying to keep it to about 60 minutes 
but there I'm sure there are times where we might go over and we might shoot less but we're we're gonna we're gonna aim for sixty minutes and and go there and then like I explained earlier each break comes at fifteen minutes regardless if the discussion carries over or not so um we're actually about two and a half minutes out from our first break, which is the crypto update but um so i I just wanna get an idea chewie um Maybe we should talk about fuck, I don't know. <laughs> um I don't think we should start with crypto. No. From the get. No. No. To be honest with you cuz it's like you you got to lure them in with something right away. Crypto will become like this is just part of the show for the non-crypto people where they'll just accept it cuz they're mm -hmm. like I want to hear the last segment. So it should either be the second or the third. That way these lock it in regardless right okay those two will anchor it just because crypto is going to be a specialized thing right now right like not true. everybody's going to give two shit they're going to be like man they're going to talk about crypto to start this show all right fuck it i gotta find another show and i'm pretty sure i've i mean i don't know statistics but we should probably look look them up but maybe like the most podcasts that get abandoned are probably abandoned in the first how many minutes <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, that's there's got to be a stat for that shit, for sure. Yeah, I, f I feel that. I feel that. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because not everybody's going to be coming in for crypto and not everybody's even gives a shit about crypto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, you barely give a shit about crypto and I've been trying to force that shit down your throat for the last fucking that whole NFL season and shit that just passed by. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so yeah, imagine that. And I'm seriously thinking about getting into crypto. I'm just lagging it. Right. I'm just lagging it. The average person is just like, who gives a fuck about crypto, bro? Like, that shit's stupid. Just like everything else. It's not even real. You know, somebody just ignorant talking some shit about it because that's exactly what we're talking about. The internet trolls, the fucking opinions without a face. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not really real opinions. You're just being a bully or you're just trying to be the funniest guy in the room. You know. It's, yeah, that's it's true. A giant popularity contest. So, eh. Well, I... I mean, if you guys are listening through this, sorry, we're still trying to work the kinks out. It no, just we're happens. gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk no matter All what. Right. <laughs> we're gonna keep talking. Like this show is also a bit of transparency. Like you get to hear everything we say for the next fucking hour. Right. That's I it. mean, it's just a yeah. bunch of rants piled in with a yeah, yeah. with it's, a minimal amount of structure. Yeah. If you're looking for a structured show, yeah, you you might want to switch the shit off. Right or just now. come back in a couple months when we figure <laughs> this shit out. Cause we're gonna be off, we're gonna be off the cuff for a while, uh, yeah, and and it's just it might just remain that way, cause it's a more fluid way of talking, also, right? Than being like we gotta start a topic right now, oh shit. Well, ah. that that sound right there is is our uh, to let you know that it is the crypto update time. <laughs> oh, so, uh, we Damn. did we did say that we would push it back, but we're actually gonna talk about yeah, it now just because talk it's, about it just because it's already it. synced up. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, so um, up on the day we have Neo that's up 16.9 percent, which is almost 17 percent on the day. Holy shit! From the Matrix. Yeah, Neo? Neo from the Matrix. Um, Cardano, Jesus my baby, Christ. is up 2.6 percent, which is not a lot. But hey, green is green. Bitcoin is up 8.3 percent at ten thousand two hundred and ninety-one dollars. Jesus Christ. Uh, Ethereum is up four percent at eight hundred and sixty-nine dollars and twenty-one cents, and Litecoin is up four percent at two hundred twenty-two dollars. 
usually at this point we would have some breaking news to to deliver but you know we were running a little late this morning so we don't really have much lined up for you guys so for this first episode we're just kind of kind of breeze through the breaks and we're just going to go straight into our first real topic of today and um Chewy, so let me ask you this. What do you think the future holds for NCAA collegiate athletes? Um, I think it's done pretty much. I think the, the NBA wanting to push the G League as far as it's pushed it now, like that, those were the first signs of like, okay, we're going to develop something else because what's happening in college isn't really beneficial to the guys on the next level and it hadn't been for a long time but that i mean that's not the only reason but i'm just throwing that out there like you know and why not pay these guys you know what i mean they make enough and they're gonna be running not only are you gonna be paying them but the institution that they're at is gonna be getting a lot of money too you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're going to be playing at like better facilities. You know what I mean? They're going to be they're going to have access to better gyms. They're going to have access to actual NBA NBA caliber trainers. You know what I mean? Right. Like shit that's they're going to already be preparing you in every single fucking way how to perform at the next level and what it's going to take. You know what I mean? And they're going to give access they're going to give you the same access that the pros have. While you work out the kinks, right? So, that's, I mean, that's a fail-proof system. Yeah, I mean, I honestly love what the NBA and Gatorade has done by rebranding the D-League and turning it into the G-League. Um, honestly, like, I've I've watched a few G-League games, and they're competitive. They're fun games to watch. I mean, if yeah. you like basketball, they're fun games to watch, and they're more fun to watch than college games in my opinion oh, the yeah. only thing that makes college games fun to watch is the crowds the, the you know when they're playing in front of their home crowd well the just like college football the rivalries are right. keeping the bowls and stuff alive like mm-hmm. nobody cares about that shit anymore <laughs> turn into a 16 team playoff <laughs> you know what i mean and run, and run every this, winner yeah. every champion from every conference <laughs> just duel it out let's go and just have a free for all but you know but the problem with the college game too is is also the coaching on that level. Mm, like, yeah. So it makes it difficult to watch from even a strategic standpoint where it's like, oh, God, this is a mess. Because college football has its moments like that too where the coaching is a big problem. Mm-hmm. But at least these kids are just so athletic that they make silly plays look like amazing plays. That's true. Like plays that they would never get away with in the NFL or on the next level. Like maybe not even in the CFL probably – like they're getting away with in college because they're you know they're finding that one crease in that defense or whatever it is you know what I mean but they're right. able to they're they're able to beat those guys because not every one of those guys is a superhuman <laughs> like like at the next level so they, so they get away with murder a lot but it's exciting mm-hmm. so it truly gets away with it and everybody knows that college football is a highly offensive game. In comparison to professional football, so I mean, obviously basketball is is the main college sport that's in the best. Well, I wouldn't say best position for college basketball, but best position for um, 
athletes that play basketball, right? Because that sport has so many outlets for these kids to go. They don't have to go to college, right? The only reason why they go to college now is because that's where the exposure is now, right? Yeah. Um, like they could easily go to Europe or Asia or the Middle East or wherever, you know, wherever they're playing basketball, right? Yeah. Eastern Europe or whatever. I mean, you could go all these places and play basketball. You can go to the G League. I mean, there's a lot of other options. And then now Lavar's coming up with his own league, right, where he's going to pay. He's saying he's going to pay, you know, high school students that don't want to go to college, that want to get paid to play. He's going to pay them anywhere from 3000 to 10000 a month to play basketball in, in this new league. Um, I think that's great. I, I think – I mean that's fine and dandy, but if he doesn't take care of like the true mental development of those kids, then it could be a mess. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like you can't just be throwing money at kids and being like, I don't give a shit what you guys do, you know what I mean? You're in Lavar's world now. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can shoplift and fucking beat your girlfriends and if then it's for nothing. And that's that's where that could go. Yeah. At I least from that. Lavar. Where it's just like Man, that's a big responsibility. You know what I mean? Because now you're whatever you're doing with your kids, nobody can tell you anything. Because that's your kids, man. But you can't do that with just regular adolescents. That's also not healthy for them. Like that whole move to Lithuania. That's not necessarily healthy for those kids. You know what I mean? Right. If especially if they don't become pro. But what do they care? They're already looking at themselves as in the money. You know what I mean? Made it. Right. Made it lifestyle. So, whatever. That ha- that probably exists a lot more than we kn- than we even think, and ju- even in this city alone, you know what I mean? Like, right. there's probably a lot of dumb people that are really rich in this city for no damn good reason, or for a damn good reason, whatever reason they're rich, whatever they got it right. Mm-hmm. More power to them, but they're just really like I'm sure you could have a conversation with them and you'd be like, oh my god, like. Not knowing what's in their wallet, and you'd be like, "This person's so fucking retarded." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I really like, I really like that Lavar is going to do this. Honestly, even though he probably might not be the right guy for this, because no, the but but he doesn't outline. even need to be the right guy. He just needs to put the right people in place. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. He just got to put people in there, and he's like, "Look, I really just want to make this so that I can make you know, kind of like what Snoop's doing." Right. You know what I mean? If he does it that way, then yeah, for sure. Totally all for it. But if he goes in there and just brainwashes these kids into thinking that just being, like, out there and just, you know what I mean? Like, absurd is and arrogant is the way to be. Like, that's dangerous for kids that you're paying a lot of money. Yeah? Yeah. That's really dangerous. Especially in now uh, society. At least compared to before. Like, before it was still a problem, but it wasn't as bad. So kids still kind of knew their place before. It was very, it was much more like a respectful towards, man, the adult, whatever they considered an adult generation. Like, fuck. Yeah, I, I mean, do that. I think. Now kids are like, man, fuck all that. I think because the internet just made people feel bigger than what they really are. Well, not only that, but they're exposed to a lot more information. That's true. Like, they technically, some of them technically might have more information than us. Yeah, Already. That's true. At this point in their lives. I agree. And it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And they just don't know what to do with all that information. It's too much at once even. It doesn't allow you to kind of appreciate it sometimes because you're not really contemplating it. 
you're just absorbing it like I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this now and then what I'm trying to understand about college athletics and maybe maybe you know a little bit more about this than I do but um you know baseball you could get drafted to the Yankees and still go play for USC like John Elway did right yeah. I mean you don't have to why or, why or you don't even have to go to college you could legit take a break you could go straight like out three, of high school I mean there's guys years. that are drafted out of high school no, to the, baseball no most of hockey. them are drafted in high school still and what happens is some of them decide like, hey, I want to take a break because I want to be extremely healthy when I get in there. And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, they don't even go to college. They just chill. And they, but they're still their rights are still to that team. But I don't, so I don't know how the rights work. Like, do you continue getting paid or is it just like whenever you're ready to play baseball, we got to check. For I you think I think it's uh, I think it's more of you pay. You get paid when you play. You don't okay. get paid just because I don't think. The Yankees are playing Russell Wilson right now. No, but unless he goes to spring training, but there training. must be a signing bonus though. Oh, but There's yeah, probably yeah, a signing yeah, yeah, bonus, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I wonder sure what that is. They give you a cool little check, period. You know, yeah. and Yankees probably give you a nice check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably gave Elway a nice check. That's why he was like, "Shit, I, I ain't going to play I'm cu- shitty team." I'm, I'm kind of curious to see Russell play baseball. Actually, like I want to see it. I really don't care. <laughs> I really, I really don't give a shit. I, I want to see him return to being a top fantasy performer because he killed yeah, my but season. It, yeah, but it's not his fault. He has no O line. <laughs> yeah. For what he did with no O line, like Jesus Christ, Russell Wilson is legit. Yeah, I mean, still though, I like, I like some better fantasy numbers out his ass. Well, but that's a different story. That's that's gonna happen when the whole team ain't complete though. But, I mean, look, Dak Prescott. Sorry, had to throw that out there. I'm a, I'm the resident cowboy fan. Oh, here we go. But anyways, Dak Prescott, for instance, rookie season had great stats with a great old line and a running game around him. Once that collapsed, look how different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, yeah, but you know. So it's like, and that's Dak Prescott. Imagine right. Russell Wilson had the Cowboys O line or even the Raiders O line. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be crazy. It'd be different. That'd be for sure. It'd I mean, he'd have a he'd have a different career path. That's for sure. He'd be a, a top elite quarterback. I think. Oh, he'd have more Super Bowls under his belt already. Yeah, but thankfully he's not in Oakland, and thankfully we got Derek Carr, and thankfully we now got John Gruden, and I'm the resident Raiders. Fan, so that's oh, how that great. goes. <laughs> Opened up a, <laughs> a, a whole new can. Can of worms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I, I I don't feel like talking football yet. I, I'm not ready for that. But what I really want to know is, though, is why can collegiate athletes that play baseball or hockey or I'm not sure if soccer works like that too, but I know baseball and hockey, you could get drafted and still play College no, sports. Soccer also drafts you into like a minor league, um, but for that team. Okay. Right, right, right. So like, like how the Messi came levels, up yeah. from the youth. Oh, yeah. All the Messi's way. been over there since he was like 13, 14. Right. right. Okay. That's why it was really controversial. Like, the more Messi would come and play for the Argentine national team, and they would just be butt. They didn't know how to work with him. Because they were they were all good players, but they were all players playing in different systems. Some of them were still playing in the Argentine league, right? Which is a way lower levels lo- levels below, but they're the best player in that league, right? You know what I mean? So they are in a spot, but they just couldn't play the Messi, and so a lot of people always argue he could have 
technically got his Spanish citizenship and just played for Spain. And just said, fuck it, I'm play for Spain. Yeah, I mean, he's been there long enough shit. He yeah, made, he made enough money long. there. That's what I'm saying. He's been there since he was a kid. So he can just be like, you know, he probably relates more over there. Then, but but it's tough because then he'll forever be he'll forever be rejected by his own country for sure. And Argentina is no joke when it comes to soccer. Like that's where like people kill each other in the stands, watching soccer games where they have fences to divide the fans from separate teams. Like that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, but what can the NBA do that though? Can the NBA get? To the level of soccer, where they're where they're pulling kids up from, no. that's it, not that'll never happen in the states. Okay, no. that's just an old system that makes sense because they really groom those kids into stars. Like, mm. like if you're on, if you're playing for Barcelona at age thirteen, like, <laughs> just count your million right. at least. <laughs> you already made a million yeah. as a child, and okay. you and your parents know it too. So they're like, yeah. It's cool. Oh, he don't need no school. He's like, you got, you guys got teachers too, and and over there, I'm sure the organization has teachers too. Right. That's something that would never happen in the states. Right. Right. Like I guarantee you, Barcelona has tutors on deck for all those kids, because they're like, we need you to ball. We need you to ball for us. <laughs> it's happening, but I, it just won't happen in the states. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an option. Um. For the G League at all, or any of these independent leagues that are coming out, like I, I think they'd be pretty much out of hand to kind of like try to challenge education at a high school level, like mm. derailing it. You right. know what I mean? So that's probably not a good. They they should just focus more on hey, you just like every other human being. You get to choose after high school, like, am I going to go continue going to school? Am I going to go to college? Or am I going to start working at a career in the field <laughs> and start climbing the ladder at a young age, right? right. Okay, right. so that sound is our uh, Viva Las Vegas segment. And uh, so now, typically we would pick um, three matchups for each other to, to choose from, but... Uh, you know, we haven't really prepared as much. So, um I think we should just just go with one one matchup each, you think? Or you really want to go with three? No, it doesn't matter. Throw some matchups out there. I'm ready to talk about it live based on just what we've seen. Let's see. All right. Let's throw just throw out some matchups. Fuck it. Let's go. What about Lakers minus one and a half in Atlanta? Oh man. Two bottom feeding ass teams and shit. Oh man! Oh jeez, uh, that, that's actually a tough one. But uh, hey, it's a hometown team. Of course, I was gonna lead it off with that. Oh, man, <laughs> don't expect no love for the Clippers, though. <laughs> man, I'd. Uh... Why does that feel like such a trap? Like, who's out in that game? What's the injury report? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But Okay, so let's do it this way. If there's no injuries, if there's right, just right. everything just is straight in up a perfect on, on world, in a perfect world, I would actually I'd take the Lakers in that. I yeah, think same. they got it. I think they got that. They same. should have that. 
I mean, they don't have much to defend in Atlanta, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, so their defense and we might we might see it and Lonzo in this one, or we did no. the other night. But both on the court at the same I time. I think so. I believe so. Yeah, okay. and that's when Lonzo came in and just hit that three in the first okay. possession. So I, I think um, um, I, I I didn't wa- I didn't watch that game. I haven't watched any I haven't watched any NBA since the return of the All Star break. How about that? I can't remember if so they 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 might have said Lonzo was going to be out in this game though. I think he didn't travel. I don't know okay. or not. I, I'm not sure. I, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But I would take Lakers too. Zo or no Zo? Because Schroeder will light up it. Yeah. Schroeder is gonna light up it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not with anything flashy. Schroeder's not really a flashy guy, but he just gets buckets. He does. And he's very inconsistent on assists. All right, throw me one. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a nice one. Let's see. Let's see. Looking up make sure that, make sure you throw the spread in there too because that's the big that's the, that's the real play. It's not even who's going to win the game. It's is can they beat oh, or, absolutely. or or, the, yeah, or yeah. touch the spread at all? Absolutely. You already know. Okay, my favorite matchup on the board is actually actually I like two of them up there, but there's one that I like a lot. And I'm going to say it's Brooklyn Nets and the Bulls, Chicago Bulls. And that's the Brooklyn Nets minus five. Yeah, see, that's nice because both those teams to me are pretty equal in terms of level of play. Um, I'm not uh, same thing with the Lakers and Hawks. We're not sure exactly who's in and who's out of this game. Not but, even just level of play, though. They play a very similar style basketball. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Too, I I enjoy watching both of these teams. Me too. Even though they're not even close to being – they might be in the playoffs because they're on the East, but they're not title contenders. Oh, Let's hell no. They're hell not no. even close to that. Hell but no. they're really fun to watch if you enjoy watching basketball. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, both of them. Both um, of them. Promising young guys, too, on both teams. On both teams. Nice. I haven't watched them in the last couple weeks, so I haven't watched either team in the last couple weeks. Actually, the last, you know, the maybe the last week or so before All Star break. But man, I I would have to say the Nets. I think they could beat that spread at home. They're at home. I think they could beat it. Um, but don't sleep on the Bulls for sure because yeah, I was gonna say I actually like the plus five right. on the Bulls. I, mean, I, I, I like that too. That's that's. Because I think this is going to be a lot closer game than that. Yeah, like but may- plus maybe. five in basketball is a tricky number. Yeah, just five at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like two Nets. triples and <laughs> it's a wrap. I like I like <laughs> at Nets. the end of the game. I like Nets. I think they have a. I think they have an overall better team than the Bulls, but they just haven't won enough games. You got a pen and paper somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, let's move it around. This is our first studio, folks. So, uh, yeah, we need to get someone in here to organize it <laughs> just a little bit. It's not even a studio. It's my garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Studio One, Nate's garage. We barely got a fucking desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going um, to take Chicago. Oh, shit. I can't even spell right now. That's bad. Yeah, that's tough. Chicago plus five. Bam. Some other notable matchups, though, I see. Oh, excuse me. I see our I like Lakers, too. Thunder minus 10.5 at home versus Orlando. 
I almost want to take Orlando in that just because that's so many points to give. But on the same, with that same respect, I would never take the plus twelve the Knicks are getting against the Warriors because no, absolutely that's not. Re- that's that's, that's going to be a twenty point yeah. blowout <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll remember that. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I like that. Ooh, Jazz we, Rockets. So, so yeah. we scroll so we scroll down the page <laughs> that we're looking at that has the spreads and and basically at the bottom it shows the Houston Rockets at the Utah Jazz. Rockets are minus two and a half. Hmm. Yeah. What is up? That's a trap right there. But that how is a trap. Well, that is a how trap. Good it, how good is Utah at home? That's the question. Utah is always good at home. Yeah, I know. I know they've been, but how good are they this season? Mm, I don't know. How much better are they than than the average? I don't know. That I couldn't tell you. That's going to dictate that a I lot. C- that I couldn't tell you. That I could not tell you. But that's a man, that's a trap of a game right there. Plus two and a half for Utah at home. Man, I uh, almost would want to take that. I like that a lot, actually. Plus two? Yeah. With and a Utah? half, two and a half. I like that. Mm. Is everybody playing for the Rockets? Chris Paul probably out. Your favorite, so your this, favorite player. So this is like information that we have to have ready, right? Like of course. Time, well, yeah. yeah, of course. Like you'd just be able to be like, this is plus. information. This yeah. is information I had ready last week when you didn't pull up, but that's yeah. another story. I slept in a little <laughs> bit, folks. I was, uh, you know, I woke up at five. I wake up at five every Monday morning, so <laughs> I, I might have just, um, you know, smoked uh, a little too many bowls in the morning. You know what I mean, wake and bake <laughs> went a little too far. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Well, right. it does. It does. So um, no fault there. So that was I'm, a quiet I'm second. S- I'm, well, I'm searching <laughs> for best NBA home teams. That's why. So oh. go ahead and talk while I'm looking for this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to find out who's the best at home. So, um, you know, what recent news about what's going on with the NCAA, I think, um, man, I think LeVar just My phone was, died. Nice. I think, Le- right. I think LeVar just had really perfect timing with, with, with this because he didn't take no money from no agents they were because they were trying to max out the money they weren't trying to fucking take a little chip and owe you a favor down the road they were like no motherfucker you're gonna pay us now or not and since uh, they didn't get paid uh, he's looking pretty good right now he's about to start a league where he pays players and I'm still trying to, I, what I want to know is where's he gonna get that money to pay these players 10 grand a month where 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 does he plan to find ten grand a month to fund these teams? I don't even know how many teams he plans to have. Is there a did did he ever say what what amount of teams there are going to be in the league or if I mean I guess he hasn't really gone into that, huh? He hasn't really. Uh, we don't know how what stage of development it's in. So yeah. Who knows. Yeah, that's true. So the so the top um the top G League salary, if you're I guess if that's if you're not a, on a two-way contract is less than $4500 a month. If is that right? 
that seems kind of low, but yeah, but it's a job. Everybody has true. to start at the base of what uh, at a job, and oh, that's what it is. Oh, I, I, I'm not discrediting that at all. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to say that's not enough money or anything like that. I think yeah. I think that's fine, but it just seems like. It just seems like a little bit, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if LaFar is saying he's going to shoot 10 grand a month, like, the NBA G League, like, yeah, the NBA it, has yeah, billions it, of dollars behind it. That's why LaVar seems outlandish. Because okay. it doesn't seem realistic because it's like billionaires can develop leagues. Right. Like, multimillionaires, not even if you're in the hundred millions, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be a legit billionaire. Oh man! So Ice Cube is is pretty high up there in money for sure. Well, yeah, but he's not. He's in close the, in the to bees. a billion. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. You think he's probably like two hundred million? Yeah, he probably got like a quarter of a billion, two fifty in that range. Okay, let's. I don't want to count somebody else's money, but probably something like that. But what I want to know. Is what do big three players get paid? What's the uh, average salary in the big three? That's a that's an interesting question to ask because, I mean, these guys have definitely earned their money, but are they getting enough exposure? I mean, is does the league really generate that much money? Okay, so I guess all big three guys are getting paid a hundred grand. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, hundred grand. That's plus. that's solid. Yeah, but you're asking old stars, some which haven't worked out. Like you're not gonna bring them in for like, hey, come play for ten grand. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? A game. They're like, yeah, right. We gotta <laughs> play a tournament. The whole <laughs> nah, like, so it makes sense. It makes sense. And Ice Cube, I'm telling you, he's worth some money. Look up his net worth. We got you gotta be able to see his net worth. Just put Ice Cube net worth. Somebody got it. 140. 140. Oh, shit. So he was able to do that with 140 just because of his pull, mm -hmm. because of his connection. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's that's different. He's able to be like, hey, y'all, I loved watching you guys play basketball, though. And they're just like, oh, shit, Ice Cube, dog. Right, you Ice Cube is calling me to come play in his league. Fuck yeah. Right. You can't measure your reach, right? Yeah. You can't measure, like, you can measure uh, someone's money, but you can't measure what their power in terms of contacts provide, right? Yeah. You know, some people got different contacts and some people don't. But this is a uh, – that's pretty good, man. 100 grand per player? Dude, yeah, it's that's nice. pretty solid. But I wonder – none of these guys that are playing there now are stars minus AI, but AI wasn't even playing good in the one or two games he played in. So that's a different thing. But – Let's say uh, Cube was able to draw in Kobe or Paul Pierce. Do they get more than hundred grand, or they get they get the same hundred grand that everybody else gets? Because you know, if the big three pulls in Kobe, let's say they pull in Kobe and Shaq, you know what I mean? Like th what they bring to the big three in terms of just public awareness and publicity and all that is worth way more than hundred. They have grand. a better shot at getting KG okay. and Paul Pierce, though. Yeah, I believe so too. That's true. And that would be pretty sick, too. That would be great, too. But I really want to see Kobe go in there and dominate. But I don't think... He's not going to do it. No, I yeah. but I tweeted this, like, a, a couple weeks ago. I said... Um, well, throw out your 
Throw for, out your Twitter first. For, <laughs> well, you could you could find me at Nastradamus, N A the number eight, Stradamus. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah. So I tweeted that. Kobe got to wait at least another five years before he goes to play in the big three because even busted Achilles coming back, not even worked out in the last couple months, probably fat as hell. Yeah, he, nah. still, he, still, <laughs> he still would destroy that competition. Yeah, he no, he, he would, but he doesn't look like he has it in him anymore. Like He yeah. doesn't have the fire. Like He doesn't care anymore. Not he doesn't care about basketball, but he doesn't care. He's, he's moved on. He's moved if, on with his life. If the big three came out in 2000, do you think Michael Jordan would have played in it? Mm, no, because they wouldn't have paid him enough. That fucking narcissistic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, I like that. I answer. mean, it is what it is. He's Michael Jordan. He's the greatest. So I like that. You can think like that, but <laughs> no, fuck no. He ain't playing for no fucking big three. He's like, I'm coming back to the NBA one more time <laughs> at 50. <laughs> I'm gonna come suit up for the fucking Hornets tonight. <laughs> like I'm waiting for him to do that shit. With the back of the jersey says owner and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, like, shit. oh, man, you got your owner out there. Oh, man. All right, so that sound was the sound of the New York Stock Exchange bell. Holy shit. Which uh, lets us know that our segment buy or sell is, is up. that was? That's exactly what that was, even though you can't hear it in your headphones. Stop lying, <laughs> motherfucker. But uh, anyway, uh, so buy and sell, we each pick three topics for the other to buy or sell. Buy means, yes, you know, the other person likes that topic. Sell means, nah, fuck that. It's a stupid idea. So to start it off, I'll throw a topic at Chewy, and he'll tell me buy or sell, and the reason why he, w- he wants to buy yeah, or sell. Just throw that shit. All right, so first topic. All three Ball brothers, Lonzo, LaMelo, LiAngelo, will end up on the same <laughs> NBA <laughs> team. I can't believe Do you think so? I can't believe you're even asking that. Man. Um, fuck no. I sell on that so hard. I sell on that so hard because it just makes no sense to me at all. Like, the NBA has already given enough power. A way to the players to have the ability to switch teams, to join with other stars, to just be able to dictate their movement around the league and their commitment to particular teams, whatever. Um, But for an NBA team to allow that, that's it. That's opening up the floodgates. It's over. Every player will then just become his own agent. And he'll get, like, agent money for it or some shit. They'll just find a way to get fucking richer and not have these agents. It'll be like a robotic agent at that point. Like some app on your fucking phone. Like, LeBron, (laughs) go to fucking Hollywood. Like, oh, shit, all right. You'll make this much more money. Like, it'll have a fucking algorithm and shit. Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, yeah, fuck that. All three balls will not end up on the same team. Okay. Fuck that. All right, I got one for you since we're we're uh, coming at you guys from um, the sunny Southern California, Los Angeles, California. It's actually fucking, what's the date today? It's February what? 26th? Yeah. Okay, February 26th, and it's cold as fuck outside right now. It hasn't been cold all winter, okay? And as we're getting close to the spring, right? Yeah, it's it's starting to get cold. It's some bullshit. Anyways, but since we're we're coming at you from LA, there's a Laker-based question, 
And the question is, buy or sell? Lakers make the playoffs this season. This season. Okay, for, so from the outside looking in, right, not even looking at the standings yet, right, I feel like the Lakers might make the playoffs. Now, before you jump in and, and say I'm a fucking idiot because, you know, I, I, I could be, they're, you know, let's see. Let's take a look at the standings. They're 21 games back from the from the uh, from the number one seed. So obviously, they they ain't even fucking close to that shit. But what they are is they are in the nine, ten, eleven seed. So they're only seven and a half games away from the eight seed, right? Clippers are gonna fall out. There, there's no doubt about it in my mind that Clippers are gonna fall out. The only team that really, really worries me here up at up at up at this point is uh, Utah. I mean, Utah is a sneaky, sneaky team. They got fucking Donovan Mitchell, man. He's like a a future superstar. But the question was not about the Jazz. It was about the Lakers. And will they make the playoffs? And I want to say I buy that. Even though it looks like a long shot. You buy that. I buy that. Mm. That's okay. interesting. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And uh, by the way, I, I, I also agree with you on the uh, the Ball Brothers not being on the same team. Yeah, come on. On the same ball team. Come on. But, That's uh, just stupid. Unless... Somehow this guy does end up getting a billion. Because in this world, as as popular and as just like, just as popular as he's gotten on selling himself, and he might be a billionaire pretty soon off of that shit. And we live in a world where, yeah, popularity contests like that, you end up being one of the rich people. Yeah. So he, you know, yeah, yeah. it, it no, might happen. It. So if that happens, he'd have to buy his own fucking team. And they'd be the fucking, they'd fucking build a stadium in Chino, call them the fucking, <laughs> the Chino balls. And they'll just have two fucking nuts hanging from the fucking thing of their jersey. And they'll just be the balls. Everybody will come play for the balls. And that'll be their motto. They'll be like, you have to have some fucking balls to come play on this team. Bam. And there you go. You got the, the Chino balls are now a new NBA franchise. Because this fucking guy made a billion dollars on social media. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, those are clear signs of the world coming to an end. Right there, right in front of you. All right, so our last buy and sell topic. Um, I'll throw this at you. What's up? Uh, recently, Vince McMahon announced that he's oh, bringing God. back the XFL. Now, you, you uh, might remember the XFL because we're not fucking babies. You know, we, we lived through the first instance of the XFL, which I enjoyed. I'm not even going to lie. I actually enjoyed it. No. My team won the no, fucking no. championship, and it was great. I mean, it was a great one season of fucking bullshit, terrible football, but hella funny shit going on. I mean, there was a lot of crazy shit, crazy hits, crazy stupid <laughs> fucking plays. I mean, it was wild, but it wasn't great football and at the end of the day most of us just really want to watch great football we don't want to see a joke of the sport but well it's the Vin same wait. like the harlem globetrotters well, what are is it harlem globetrotters football now is that is okay vince mcmahon that, that sounds fantastic great idea well the, the the harlem globetrotters never branded themselves as a professional basketball team 
the XFL was branded as a professional That's football That's even league. worse. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, Vince McMahon announced recently that he's bringing back the XFL with a bunch of changes, right? So What are the changes? They're not going to let anybody in who has a criminal record. So Johnny Manziel, you're out. Okay. Um, they are they're going to force players to stand for the national anthem before every game. Oh god. And if you don't stand, you don't okay. play. Okay. All right. Next. And um they they wanted to make it a cleaner, more family-friendly game than what it was originally, right? So what they did is they found all the faults with the previous version of it and they're fixing that. They're trying to get all of that out and they're trying to make a, a legit professional football league that operates in the NFL offseason. Yeah. Right? So, the question is, buy or sell, the XFL will last longer than one more season. I'm going to say buy, but not long term. So, what I mean by that is I think it will last longer than a season because they're, if they're going to try this shit again, they're going all in. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just be like, oh, let's just try it again for like a season. Like, even if season one fails... I don't think they're they're out season one. You know, I think they'll give it a second go. But long term, listen. The main thing you said about XFL, the first XFL, was that it was just not good football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just was not a good product. And having a weak product is just not sustainable. Like you get over it. You don't want right. to watch this shit anymore. Right. Like you don't. Even for all the fucking theatrics. Even for all the fucking theatrics. Because it's even opposite in the pro sport. Like, sometimes you don't even want the theatrics anymore. So, like, how they allowed them to do the touchdown celebrations again. Mm-hmm. Which we always wanted and we're all for. But now, so, th- haven't you seen some of them too and been like, you know what? <laughs> like, this shit is kind of stupid now. Because now they're going overboard with them because they weren't allowed to do them for so long. You know what I mean? Right. But where do you draw the line? Like, of course you want them to celebrate. You're not mad at it. You're like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, celebrate. So just a little insight into how much Vince believes in this version of the XFL. He sold $100 million worth of shares in in WWE. And he started a completely separate entity. Last time the XFL launched, it was under the WWE banner, which I believe was still WWF at the time. But this time, it's he started a new company called, I, I believe it's called Alpha Entertainment, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, Alpha Entertainment. And he sold $100 million worth of shares of WWE so he can take a part in this venture. So I... I would like to say that he's a lot more serious this time than he was the last time. I, I No, for sure he is. That Vince McMahon, nobody's taking anything away from Vince McMahon. He's a genius. He's one of the greatest American businessmen of, in history. Just what he's done with the WWE. He's he, It's genius. He makes more than professional sports. Than actual... Pro- and, and it's a sport. Right. At the end of the day, it's a sport. It's just a sport... With some, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be into the dramatics. You got to be into the extra entertainment. The best thing about this sport is they let their athletes take steroids. (laughs) Unlike baseball. Uh, Boring-ass baseball. Baseball needs a little bit of life again. Let me throw in one more buy or sell real quick. Oh, shit. Buy or sell. Ding, ding, ding. Bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) Should the MLB 
allow yeah. their players to take steroids and have some fun with the game. Make this shit exciting again. Bring back the viewers. I think, this is what I think. I think they should, but on a limited basis. The problem with the MLB is they're always going to look at it like, no, oh my God, it's such a blasphemous thing to even talk about it. But, and it'll damage bodies and this and that. And it's like, well, to an extent. But I would say you would have to meet an age limit before you're allowed to take them. Okay. How about that? Because if you're a young guy and you're still developing a shit ton of testosterone mm. in your body, you, shouldn't have you don't want to start right. supplementing yourself with testosterone. Right, because then, then your body won't produce Your body them. won't know how to produce them anymore. Right, exactly. Right. So, But once you're, you're into your 30s, you're, but you're already losing a lot of testosterone. So all that testosterone you're supplementing, you're just supplementing to your initial reserve. You know what I mean? In a sense. So that, you think yeah. that, they, that they should. So if you're over 30, take the roids. Make the game as interesting because, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so you're okay with players taking steroids to keep themselves in the game then? Yeah. Right, over-the-hill players. Yeah, because, you know, baseball's a long-term thing. Like, mm. you could play baseball for a shit ton of years. You could have, like, a 30-year career in baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's been done. It, it's not crazy to even think about it. So it's like... Okay, that means that those guys are great for those stretches of time. Because mm -hmm. the reason careers aren't long in the other sports is because you have this window where you're in your prime and you're performing at your best, and then it just starts just teetering off from there. Just like slowly just grinding down like it's over. Like you could see, you've seen a guy's career just go to shit right, and uh, right in front of your very eyes that's that cliff that max kellerman be talking about yeah that brady fans be giving him shit for all that <laughs> all that he, or that fucking kid that broke his leg for what, was he playing for duke or was he playing for duke remember when he broke his leg taking that three back in the march madness like a couple of years ago that was crazy just motherfuckers yeah, breaking their that. legs that shit's crazy i remember when paul george broke his leg yeah. That was crazy. I remember when Sean Livingston broke his leg. Yeah, he was that. For the Clippers. Oof, man. I didn't think he'd play basketball again. Bro, they honest. wanted to amputate that leg. <laughs> he had to get a second opinion. I'm sure. They were going to take his fucking leg off. Yeah, because it probably fucked with the nerve right there. That's like a main. Now he's an yeah, NBA champion. Main artery, actually. That's yeah, what's up. I'm, I'm happy for him that he made his yeah, comeback. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm happy he made his comeback. But yeah, what was that original buy or sell that you just said? Uh, who's well, should the N MLB allow their players to take oh, steroids? Yeah. You said so yeah. over so thirty, yeah, yeah okay. thirty and over, yeah, I'm all for it. Okay, yeah. so that sound is um, announcing our segment. Watch this film. This is where Chewy talks about a film he recently watched, and he gives you his quick review, and then either he suggests that film or another film, or maybe a couple films or whatever. But yeah, go ahead, Chewy. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna start this week's watch this film with a film that actually both of us have watched. That way we could both kind of throw in a little bit of a an opinion on it. But it's the uh, one that actually debuted the night of the Super Bowl, which is crazy, crazy marketing move by uh, the genius marketeers at um, Netflix, huh? It, Anyways, um, so this film, uh, based on the trailer, at least when I first watched the trailer, this is what I thought. I thought, 
it was very like open ended in terms of it didn't really want to tell you what what the intention of the whole movie was or the film. It, it did it kind of tell you if it was um if it was related to the other films. It didn't, but it would said that it kind of gave a hint that it would kind of explain everything. I mean, the most what it showed me the most, and we're talking about Cloverfield Paradox for for those of you that haven't caught on yet. Um, what what stood out for me the most, I guess, w- was the fact that I didn't know they were really in the Cloverfield par- um, universe until the final scene, really. I mean, to the to the end of it, really. Yeah. Because they never mentioned Cloverfield. They never mentioned, you know, anything. But then they do go to that bunker from uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. We do get to see that set again. So that I was... Didn't, I didn't see that You part. didn't notice that part? No. Remember when... Well, I don't really want to spoil it for you guys, but there's a point where somebody saves Spoiler a kid. Spoiler alert. Yeah, there's a, there's a point where some where one of the characters finds a kid, right, in the midst of all this shit going on, and they go to this underground bunker. Now, this bunker is the same bunker from the second movie in the Cloverfield yeah, okay. series, right? So that was the first callback where I'm like, okay, so now they're, now you're starting to get a little bit of, of what's happening, what the information that's going on. And then... Uh, eventually, they they kind of work their way throughout the movie with you know subtle little hints at at, at the universe, but it, it was really its own film, and that's to me is what I liked about Cloverfield, the whole Cloverfield universe in general, is that each one is it's like an anthology series where each story is different, different characters, different different scenarios, different settings, different topics, different things, but all within the same universe and they all kind of give you perspective on other things that are happening. Because like in Star Wars, it's like Luke Skywalker ain't the only motherfucker in the whole galaxy. You know what I'm saying? So we shouldn't have to worry about just his story. The same thing goes for any other series is we shouldn't always have to worry about just one person or one family or one group of people's yeah. story. Yeah. They're, they're, it's just like the real world, everybody else got other shit going on. And to me, that's what I like. I didn't mean to hijack your little section right here. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, uh, that's, why, that's why we asked. But, okay, to me, I understand that point. Like, it's like, yeah, you get to um, you get to see this whole, like, world of, like, trans-dimensional chaos start unfolding in different scenarios, right, and to different people, uh, possibly people in other dimensions, more than likely people in other dimensions, or matter-of-factly people in other dimensions actually because i think it's pretty clear that that's what's going on but to me i just felt like it was a cop out to me in my opinion because i feel like that was too easy a way to explain everything right but it has to happen right because well, it's, it's it's happened in other films and and it's totally in the realm of possibility but it's just like I feel like I wanted just a little bit more. But and and that's coming from me, who's a Cloverfield fan. Like right. I've loved Cloverfield since film one, and film two, I was really skeptical about it. I watched it, I thought about it for a few days, and I was like, no, that was, that was perfect. I liked it. I actually really enjoyed that film. Because it's in its, it's it's hard to get over when you see. Uh, another movie that has the same name and it, it makes you feel like oh it's a sequel but it's not actually a sequel right I mean it, it's just another title I mean it's just another series of events that's happening within this one created universe and uh, obviously the, the the last two movies didn't start that way they they weren't 
when they were first written, both of them, they weren't intended to be a part of the Cloverfield universe. They were they were individual movies in their own right. And J.J. Abrams came in and rewrote a couple things to make it match into well, the universe. I'm sure they weren't even certain about the first Cloverfield because it was one of the... It had to be one of the first found footage films that... Well, no, they had that what you call um, they had Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. And I know that. they had Blair Witch, but <clears throat> after Blair Witch, there wasn't too many of them that were like supposedly big, going to be mega hits at the box office. You know what I mean? Right. Like the first Cloverfield was sold pretty heavily, I, I, if I remember correctly, at least. I was excited to watch that. You'd see the billboards with the fucking Statue of Liberty uh, on its side and shit, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And that's one thing that Cloverfield has always had versus every other movie franchise is awesome marketing. They've always been great at marketing it to a way where you're like, man, like, what the fuck is going on? And then when you watch the movie, you're still kind of like, what the fuck is going on? They don't really do a great job of explaining everything either. No, but, but that's to me, that's the beauty that's of it. That's nice. Because, so, yeah, because yeah. it... I don't, I don't want everything explained. I don't yeah. need everything spoon-fed to me. Like, And you know what? Maybe what I feel is going on is not e- exactly what's going on, but it makes the movie enjoyable for me. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me want to watch the next movie that comes out in, in the series or the, in, the, in the anthology or wh- whatever. But So what what do you rate it? I, I don't know what your ranking system what? would be. Yeah, Out I don't know what, what your ranking system would be. You want to do 1 through 5, 1 through 10, A to B. Let's, I mean, you know what I mean? let's do a rating. A F, out you know of, what I'm saying? No, we'll do a rating system, a numerical rating system, and we'll do it out of uh, 35. 35? 35 is a good number. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking the with fuck? you. That's 35. ridiculous. Yeah, Kevin it, Durant, I'll, come on and rate the fucking uh, goddamn movie. I'll give it shit. a 31 and a half. <laughs> 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 yeah. I like to give that one a 31 and a half. I haven't used that fucking card yet. Yeah. Shit. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm just trying to give us, you know, options. And and so we won't get shitted on, on social media either. We'll be like, hey. So 31 and a half, you know. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, close to 35. You, co- you know what I mean? Yeah, if you, if you kind of think about it, if you open your mind and imagine a little bit, you know, it's nice. But no, no, no. Uh, out of 1 through 10, I guess I would probably give it. I'd give it a 6 because I was still entertained while watching it. I just. I think if I would have approached it and accepted it as a standalone film i probably would have enjoyed it a lot better but i was tying it too much with the previous films that it Mm -hmm. that it just i couldn't let i couldn't create separation between the two and that's why it affected me in a different way and i was like i'm not it's as if they were all one film and that was the end that film was the entire end and i was just not satisfied with that ending like oh no oh no get the fuck out of here with this shit no if you want to see a multi-dimensional film, a great sci-fi one, watch um, Event Horizon. So Can that's your that's your suggestion to watch. That's your watch this film. Yeah, it's Event Horizon. Watch that shit, okay. and then you'll look at Cloverfield Paradox and be like, ah, all right, I kind of get what he's talking about. And it's because I saw that one, I saw this one first a long time ago when it first came out. I think the movie came out in '97 or '96. That's around the time when the first Matrix was coming out or some mm, shit. Right. No, no, I think that came out in 99, the first Matrix. Something Nine, like 98, that. 98, 99, something like that. Some shit like that, but, uh, but crazy shit like that. Like, that's when movies were still movies. Like, you were excited to even buy a VHS of a fucking movie or a DVD. 
if you had the money at the time, you already had a DVD player. Right, you know what right, I mean? You right. were like, what the fuck? You're watching movie on discs? I only had a DVD player because I had a PlayStation 2. <laughs> and that show was a yeah, fucking... Yeah, you could that. play DVDs on it. I feel that. And you could play the early Blu-rays on it, too. Yep. Which were very terrible, believe it or not. They would just, like, be so slow at loading. It was too much information Back for the then, processors for the, at the, the time. Yeah, PS3, for the processing yeah. power, yeah. PS3 fixed that. So... It was pretty bad, but you were still excited about movies like that. And I remember the first time I saw Cloverfield. I remember part two was already in an era of heavy, heavy streaming. So it, I think that's also killed the movie-going experience for me or movie-watching experience because sometimes I'm just not buying into the entire hype too. Not just whatever's getting blo- – like I've never watched Stranger Things. I've never watched a lot of shows that when I say I've never watched them, people will be like, what? Oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, are we all supposed to watch the same thing? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. I don't, I don't know when that became, you know, rule. But point being, so it's like sometimes I just won't jump on something that's probably really good. Just because everybody watches it doesn't mean it's not good either. Right. It's probably really good, but I just put it on the back shelf because it's just like, nah, it's way too trendy right now. Like, I don't want to overhear someone talking about it and I've been watching it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, get the uh, get the fuck out of here. Except for Game weird. of Thrones. Motherfucker, we'll watch some Game of Thrones. No, nah, I'll watch some Game of Thrones <laughs> for sure, but that's some next yeah. level shit. Yeah, you can't, like, you can't pass that up. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> but Event Horizon, going back to it, the point I was, the reason I was talking about all that is like Event Horizon. That was one of those movies that I just caught by accident. I think uh, my parents had like a free trial of HBO at the time, and it was just on there, and it was late as fuck at night. And I was like, "What is this movie about space?" With fucking uh, Morpheus is in it. What's his fucking name? Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. I'm so I was like, "Yo, this is nutty," and I'm telling you, it was around the Matrix time. And it just gets really horrific and creepy. Like, I've never seen a scary sci-fi film like that <laughs> since Alien, since the Alien series, you know? So, Event Horizon. Since the first two Aliens. Yeah, the first two Aliens, for sure. After that, it was kind of a wash. Yeah, but, but, uh, uh, but at that time, you didn't know. You yeah, just wanted to watch just, all of them. You're right. like, whoa. Yeah, Movies were cool back then. That's right. my point, is even if they were, like, supposed to be shitty, you didn't care. You didn't hear reviews days before. You were just right. like... You the only reviews it. were your homies. Yeah. Right. You were like, hey, man, did you watch that new Alien Resurrection? Nah, I heard that's the baddest one, though. Oh, my God. You know, fucking um, Lewis went to go watch it on uh, the other day. He said it's fucking badass. Like, you're like, oh, that's it. I'm watching it. And then you watch that's it and you're it. like, that shit was trash. <laughs> yeah. And then you still don't go tell your friends that shit because you're just like, I ain't even going to talk about it. I don't even want to bring that shit up because yeah, they're going to be like all yeah, hyping it. Yeah, they're going to be all hyping trash. it. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be complicated. But, yeah, that was movies back then. You wanted to watch them no matter what. Like, right. you're just like, we weren't as overexposed, you know? And we weren't as able to watch trailers either. You're watching trailers if you're watching t- a lot of TV or if you went to movie theaters a lot. You know what I mean? That's how you were experiencing trailers. One thing I, I liked about Cloverfield Paradox was I think they got the time travel, the interdimensional travel shit right. Because there was those reports. You, you heard of the Philadelphia Experiment, right? Yeah, of course. Right, where, where Tesla had that boat that, you know, Tesla was working with the Navy to get that boat to fucking... They were trying to come up with a cloaking. Just to disappear, yeah. Right, they were trying to just make it like it was a cloak. They weren't trying to really make it disappear. No, no, they were just right, trying to right. make it disappear from radar. And... um. And they did some wild shit. And what they did was they tried. They surrounded the boat with 
you know, plasma, ele- el- you know, ele- electricity, basically, right? But this plasma, and it would it would um, absorb the radar, like the radar signal, right? So it it would basically vanish from radar, yeah, right? Because it wouldn't bounce back. And um, but what happened was, is they they loaded too much power in it, I guess, and the shit fucking the 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 boat actually disappeared like it fucking left yeah like it wasn't there no more it wasn't invisible it wasn't they launched that some bitch to another dimension right and then when it came back dudes were all stuck in the hole in in the walls and shit their arms and everything so that's what i thought cloverfield got right well no of course everybody knows about like at this point like in history whether we believe it or not we know that there's enough information out there to be like yo there's other dimensions and trans dimensional shit exists like aliens are probably more likely trans dimensional beings than they are like from another interplanetary fucking, yeah right. interplanetary right. yeah, yeah I agree. like we're more than likely just gonna have one dude one race that could just be like we could travel through dimensions we're gonna go visit the humans <laughs> All right, so we're actually gonna round this out. We we shot over our hour mark. Oh but, um, shit! We're gonna round this out now Shopping before it up. before the fucking government comes in and takes us away for talking about interdimensional beings. So yeah, I just heard the fucking guys that do the p tests for MMA <laughs> knocking on the fucking garage door. Yeah. So uh, they're waiting for us <laughs> to piss. We gotta piss, and, <laughs> and we gotta smoke too. We gotta <laughs> smoke some weed. So. Um, you know, thank you guys for tuning into the first episode. Yeah, um, yeah. If you if you made it this far, we really really thank you. And um, next week we plan to drop episode two. So hope to hear, or, well, hope you hear us then. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You just become a fucking android. <laughs> <laughs> Not an android, a replicant. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.